He's also suffering from, from anal bleeding. You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ah, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Ah, good morning, ass family. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. And yes! Unbeknownst to you, I worked on it this morning since a certain dog, we'll, na- we'll, we'll say his name rhymes with Slubba, decided to wake up everybody. I've been up since like 5.30, so I did a little work. And we have a brand new celebrity-ass deathmatch. You ready for this? I know that we did an actor the other day. We did Al Pacino. Today, we're doing a very special actor. We are doing none other than. Enough is enough! I have had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane! Samuel L. Jackson movies. The Mount Rushmore of. There is. He will not be Mace Windu. Mace Windu cannot compete. Since people got their all, all their shit all fucking in but hurt. About a Jedi, a Jedi can no longer perform inside the celebrity ass deathmatch. Not to worry, we have plenty of characters to choose from, but today's celebrity ass deathmatch, Samuel L. Jackson characters. How about that? Uh, let's get to some good mornings out of the way. We got a bunch of stuff before we even start the show, so y'all gotta hold on. Uh, let's see, Tim and Grass Valley says, Good morning, ass family, crickets fucking slackers, pulls up a chair in the corner and goes back to sleep. I even wrote him, because he was there way early. I was like, wow, that a boy? Nothing. Kale says, holy shit, I beat Braddy Kid and Dave Coe? It's not the weekend, right? No, no, you beat him there, Kale. Bradster says, morning, big and assets, too. I was first once. Turned out there was no show that day. Uh, Andrew says, morning, y'all. How we doing on Taco Tuesday? Doing well, my friend. Alicia says, morning, everybody. Happy Taco Tuesday. Braddy Kid says, morning. I already called first for the week, and I was the first to annoy him. Oh, the first and usually the last. Uh, yes, but uh, good morning, Braddy Kid. I hope you have a great day today. Mad Hatter says, good morning, ass. 
Tim says, Braddy, unfair advantage. Uh, Tim says, hey, Alicia. Oh, yeah, Alicia and Tim, they're, they're working on somebody they know in their family. Okay. Uh, Uriah says, good morning. Good morning in Oklahoma. How is it there? Beautiful Norman. Uh, the smell of dust and crap everywhere. I just, I, I kid because I love Uriah. Good morning to you. Hangtown Jen. Says, morning, ass family. Now, that's a way to wake up. Uh, yeah, a little dedication, a little, little shout-out to my man, uh, Jesse, over at J.S. Floyd. A little, little Pantera and a Lamb of God. So, Jesse, just thinking about you, pal. Please, if you need floors, call J.S. Floors. 775-267-4123. Uh, good morning, Satan. Glad to see your taste in music hasn't changed. Lamb of God rules. Yes, yes, that was the song, Redneck. Uh, let's see, Sassy Pammy, good morning. Dave Co. good morning. Wait a second. Hold on a second here. Whoa. Whoa, Dave Co.'s here? Well, we got to do it, right? It's T-shirt time? Oh, yeah, it is. It's T-shirt time. T-shirt time? Yeah, it is 1210. It's T-shirt time. T-shirt time. It's Boom. T-shirt time. Boom, it is. Knows it's T-shirt time. So nice. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Oh, my God. You shut up now. Hey, hey, hey. I'm just trying to let everybody hey. know so they put their T-shirts on. Hey, Angelina, I know the Jersey Shore is coming back in June, but you need to shut your mouth, especially when my man Dave Co. sends me a shirt. Dave Co. sent me a shirt, and it's awesome. Let, let's just put it, where, where is it, right there? Corn Pop was a bad dude. That's what it says. Corn Pop was a bad dude. I can wear that in my Joe Biden touched me shirt day after day. So, Dave Co., thank you. Thank you so very much. I appreciate it, my man. Uh, Straight Fire says, hey, ask good morning. Ready for the show. All right. All right, Straight Fire. Derek says, good morning, ask family. Have a great day. Uh, not that I'm aware of. Okay, same last name. All right. Now, uh... Yesterday, uh, was it Bradley? Yeah, I think it was Bradley sent me this. Uh, yeah, that's who it is. Uh, talking about a Mike Tyson documentary, and I had no idea about a Mike Tyson documentary, so I was like, "Oh shit, uh, I I don't know." So I, I got an email today, and thank you so much. Uh, hey Arnie, the Mike Tyson documentary is Tuesday, eight Eastern on ABC. Got it set up. Thank you, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Dave Coe says, uh, you're welcome. I knew you'd like it. Oh, it's fantastic. Can't, I cannot wait to wear that one outside today. That one's going to be fun. Uh, all right. Now, if we start, we have not started the show. No, 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 no. Now, I, I got to play this. I saw this last night, and I laughed so hard at this that uh, I, I, I ripped it off, and I want to play it for y'all. Because th- this is about as true as it can get, and I wish that kids were taught this way in school. Here we go. Flat. I'm a personally enjoy this shit. All right, for Hold one on bitch, second. unless you got some new form of grab. Hold on. Today I'm gonna be teaching you five reasons why the fucking earth cannot be flat. I'm a personally enjoy this shit. All right, for one bitch, unless you got some new form of gravity, gravity as we know it pulls shit to the center. But since the earth flat, right, gravity gonna pull shit to the center of that fucking CD. Which leads me to reason number one. Bitch, all the plants will grow slanted. Fucking plants <laughs> grow against gravity using negative geotropism. If an orange fell off a tree sideways, it'd hit your ass in the face. Number two, all the water would pool up in the center. Because the 
only uh, fucking reason rivers flow is because gravity's even pool all around. But since gravity pull into the center of a fucking CD, all the water gonna turn into a big ball in the center. Please tell me, is it a big ass dome of water somewhere on earth that I missed? <laughs> Number three, bitch, all fucking sports play with a ball would be impossible. Because the minute you throw that bitch, it's gonna pull down towards the center of the disc. Cause we live on a fucking plate, remember? Oh, y'all finna fucking hate number four. <laughs> number four, damn it. Since all the water gonna pool up in a big ass dome in the center, guess what the edge is gonna be? Desert. Antarctica, the edge. It. Alright. Fuck gravity. Fuck all that, huh? The edges of the fucking disc would be our deserts. And number five, bitch, going to the edge would be impossible. Cause gravity pulling you towards the center as you get to the edge, which would be the edge of the atmosphere. So by the time you reach the edge of this big ass fucking cake holder we own, bitch, if you slipped and fell just like this, your ass would fall sideways, fast as fuck, across the whole CD, until you hit a sideways tree or some shit. So yeah, fuck all that. Them my five reasons why the earth can't be flat. Y'all follow me though, bro. We just hit 2.4 million. Mm. <laughs> I thought that was so awesome. When, when, when I heard that, when I watched that video, I was laughing my ass off. I wish if kids could be taught that way, do you know how much more they would learn? Seriously. Teach them like they, they, they're human beings. Uh, DNA says, good morning, Arnie and Ass family. Morgan, what is up, brother? How you doing? Oh, yay. Physics from a rapper. <laughs> I love the ghetto scientist. If this guy was all my teacher, it'd be so, I'd be so much smarter because I'd listen. Hey, man, if this guy was my teacher, I'd be a fucking doctor right now. I watched a Flat Earther documentary and this person explained it like uh, we were in a terrarium. There's this big old glass box. That's what we're in. And yes, the guy said it with a straight face. Uh, I, I just look. I I don't run into a lot of flat earthers in my in, in in my comings and goings of the days. I I don't. I look if they want to believe that. I I there's so many things that are worth fighting for for me. And getting upset at and yelling at people for flat earthers, I, I just kind of have to laugh at them. I, I mean, honestly, if they want to believe that, you go right ahead. You sell them an elevator pass in high school, too. These people are assholes. And, and just assholes. Really, the earth is flat. Those are the same people who believe we did not travel into space, right? It was all green screen. Derek says, I work with a guy that swears the earth is flat. I love messing with him every day. Well, I gave you plenty of uh, plenty of targets there. This guy is so smart. He should team up with Super Nagger. Now, remember, Super Nagger. <laughs> Super Nagger was the character we came up with that Whoopi Goldberg is drawing a superhero cartoon. And it's of an elderly black woman. And nobody is more super at nagging than old people, so we call her the super nagger. Oh, I forgot to bring that up with Dan or or, or, or uh, Buck. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Fun fact, you can powerball a flat earther on the pavement and it won't do any brain damage. Powerbomb? Yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. Now, we do have 
I, I think this is going to be breaking news because it, it, I hope not. I hope that I am wrong about this. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Now, I know that pro wrestling, and no, I'm not going to go on a whole big wrestling diatribe here. I know that it's frowned upon, it's looked down on. It's not as good as it once was for sure. But it's still very popular. It's coming back. Uh, they're they're going to start their, their tours up in July. They're coming to Dallas. I did reach out, try to get my media credentials through the WWE and the AEW, which are both coming to town. So we'll see if I get any credentials for that. That'd be awesome. But there is a, a, a gal wrestler in the WWE named Alexa Bliss. Yeah, she's a fairly attractive girl that they've made ugly through this whole stupid character thing that she's going through, but it, it, this has nothing to do with that. You see, Alexis Bliss lives in the Florida area. It's easy to travel from the WWE. They've been filming a lot down there, and she ha- she's an animal lover. She has a few dogs, and she got a pig. Dave Coe says she's hot. She got a pig four years ago, almost four years ago. Well, today would have been four years ago. And uh, she had this pig, and she treated it like a member of the family to where the pig grew grew really, really big. Well, before she left to go shoot last night's Raw episode, her pig was not doing well. Her pig was sick. And she says that about 13 different veterinarians said, he's too big, we can't do anything for him. And she's very, very upset at it. That's not the story. Here comes what I'm afraid will be the story. On this day before his fourth birthday, this morning Larry Steve, that's her pick, gained his angel wings. I'm so sorry we couldn't find you the help you needed in time. Some people didn't agree to help you, but I wanted to know wanted you to know, Larry. Your life mattered. You're completely heartbroken. Now, it's gut-wrenching for any pet owner. It really is. Gut-wrenching. That last part, I'm afraid, in this fucking stupid-ass world we live in, that saying, your life mattered, somebody's going to, look, I, I can't, I don't want shit like this to happen. Somebody's going to take that as a knock against Black Lives Matter. I, I don't want it to happen. I, I don't. Ogre, buenos dias, amigo. I don't want that to happen. I, I want her to be able to, to grieve for her, her lost pet. It's sad. It's terrible. Maybe maybe she, I don't think she meant any disrespect to Black Lives Matter, but in this day and age, I wouldn't be surprised. And by the way, I, I am definitely on Team Alexis Bliss because if they want to come after her, all you got to do is give the weekend update 
for the city of Chicago this weekend. 47 people were shot, nine killed. A 15-year-old boy was shot on a front porch Friday night. Nine people died. Yet, I'm reading this article and there's nothing being said from Black Lives Matter. I do believe that a majority of all these victims and people that were shot were black. Nothing is said. Uh, Hot Stephanie says, oh, man, that hurts my heart. Totally went through that with one of my pigs last year who couldn't be helped outside of Davis. But I also don't have social media to post about his life mattering. Also, out of fear, I'd get overwhelming messages about the poor needing bacon. Yeah. See, you can't even look. Look, it, it, and before we even, before I even even thought about that, I, I mean, honestly, people like that, they, oh, that bacon offends so many people. Fuck you, it's your pet. Fuck you. Fuck, Bubba could feed a whole family down in damn in Asia. I ain't sent him there yet. Yet. But yeah, I mean, look, I have no problem with her saying it. All I'm saying is I can see writing on the wall, and I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong about this. I don't want her to have to come out and try to explain. Why should she have to explain her grief? Kim, I'll back it up. All BLM is a modern version of the Nazi party. Yeah, I said it. Come at me. You're absolutely, you're 100% right. I'll back that up. If B, I mean, I, I don't know how many more times I'm going to say it on this show. But not one thing has been said about all the violence happening in Chicago, mainly I would say about 90 to 95% of all this crime is happening against black people. Yet, the group that says that lives matter has said and done nothing. Nothing at all. I, I, I don't care about the leader of the group buying a two and a half, three million dollar home. I don't care about the vacations that go on. I don't care what they get paid. I, I care what. See, this is the problem is a lot of these groups get overtaken immediately. Just like Black Lives Matter. And, and, and they learned because at first, mad mothers against drunk drivers tried to go to what's right. They wanted to take the streets back, and they made the DUI's laws stricter. That's what they wanted. But then the changing of the leadership happened, and then they started to try to outlaw alcohol. They wanted to ban alcohol. And let me tell you, somebody who's in recovery, who's been in recovery for a long, long time, if there wasn't alcohol there, I would have found something else. So what else are you going to try to ban? And why ban it? Doesn't affect everybody like this. Uh, I know somebody who's going into a uh, a facility today 
And I want to say Godspeed to that person. I, I, I don't know if they're listening right now. If they are, uh, you know who I'm talking to. Godspeed to you. You've got this. Just listen, pay attention, and accept the help, my friend, and you can get through this. There you go. So let, let, let's make sure we send good, good vibes out to this person I know that you don't. Well, you know, but you don't. Uh, let's send her Bubba to make her feel better. <laughs> oh, all right. So, so we haven't started the show yet. I just find it amazing, honestly. Honestly, amazing. This group that has gotten people fired all over this country. This group, which has claimed hundreds of millions of dollars in donation, who haven't sent one black kid to college, haven't bought one house, one car, one meal, let alone groceries for any black families. What in, what does Black Lives Matter mean? That, that, that's the only question I would have. What, what does this mean? Have you helped any black families? I, I mean, I'd like to have... And I'd probably have to hire a, a black actor or actress to ask all the questions for me because they probably wouldn't take any questions from me because they don't have to, you see. You see, this, this quote-unquote reverse racism is allowed. And it's not reverse racism. It is racism. And if they were to come on my show, I would ask them simply, what do you stand for? Uh, if your aim is to really take a foot, uh, you demand a yard. It's uh, like a monetary litigation. Oh, yeah. I understand all that, Mad Hatter. Mad Hatter says, black-on-black shooting doesn't generate a profit. It's not a cause guilty white kids from the suburbs can feel guilty about and buy merchandise. Only uh, cop-on-black violence matters. Well, then they got to call themselves something else. They, 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 they can't call themselves this. Yeah, that's false advertising. Because like it or not, this does get, this idea that there's a group out there called BLM gives people hope. There are people out there that, that, that rely on BLM, that think that BLM is going to be there for them. Because as I said, it was started in the right in the right sense, and then it was hijacked immediately and taken over. I don't care if it doesn't generate. See, this is why. Do you, why does BLM need a profit? I thought they were a non not non for nonprofit organization. So if there's no profit, then that's perfect for them. I don't know. I I, I just I, I see stories like this and it just scratches my head. So I guess I, I guess we, we can kind of start the show now. Yeah, we can. All right, all right, cool. Got T shirt out of the way, got that out of the way. Do 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 we got we got celebrity ass death match coming up. Okay. All right. Am I sure we can start? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, all right. Uh, another ballot audit is set to move ahead in Fulton County. 
as judge rules, absentee ballots can be unsealed. All right. So once again, let me say this on the record. Nothing will change, meaning the guys in Washington. The, the, the fella in the White House is not going anywhere, okay? I have zero problems with this audit. Do you want to know why? Because it's only been about 120 days, 125 days he's been in office. All I want is just, hey, if it comes out that there's nothing there, then there's nothing there. I think that every election should be audited. Even the ones that are like 75-25, like Reagan-Mondale. Sure, you still got to audit it, though. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. We can't go back and change things. We can't go back and say, well, Al Gore was actually the president. No. And we can't go back and say, well, uh, we saw that Joe Biden cheated. I want us to audit these ballots and get all this bullshit out of the way so we can actually get a good election the next time we all decide to vote. Because it won't be in 2022. You're, yeah. How many people voted in this election? 160 million? Some cra- hundred, yeah, almost 160 million people, 155 million people voted in this election. You're going to be lucky to see 70 million vote in this one. 70 to 80 million. It, it, it's a midterm election. This isn't a sexy one. This isn't one of those that go, ooh, I can, oh, I get to vote for the president. No. I say audit the ballots in all states. And you know what you do? Then, then you can sell that. that we, we as the government then can sell it to both parties. And they can see where they need to pick up and where they gain and all this kind of stuff. I'm fine with that. I, 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 I'm okay with it. But just audit it and say, oh, wow, look at this. If it comes out that, hey, they cheated, then they cheated. And they're still in. Hey, the Houston Astros still have fucking World Series rings. Right? They admitted to cheating. They still have their World Series rings. Problem is, is the same thing is going to happen here, what happened in Arizona. The Arizona one is still happening right now. We're going to see lawsuits filed over this, all these kind of people. You're going to see all these people on the right side of TV saying, ah, here we go. Here's yet another one to prove. Dare I bring up the Patriots? What, what are you bringing up the Patriots? Oh, the cheating? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, that's a perfect one, Dave Cope. They have all their Super Bowl rings. Tom Brady's considered the greatest of all time. Think of that. See, and that's the bad part. 
That that that's the that's the bad part right there is that we just look at it and we just accept it. You know who wouldn't accept that? The eight-year-old us. The eight-year-old us sure as fuck wouldn't accept that. They they wouldn't. Remember when you were eight and you were playing a game and you tied? Now I ain't talking to you fucking, you know, Gen Zers or whatever the fuck this generation, the, the newest one is. I'm talking about all the good people out there, all my Gen Xers. We played until somebody fucking won. And if somebody cheated, we didn't fucking go, we tallywhopped that motherfucker. They cheated us in a game, we whooped that motherfucker's ass. Do I think that Tom Brady should have his ass whooped? Fucking A. Bill Belichick, fucking A. No. No, and and we all look the other way when it comes to cheating and scandals like that. Well, we'll investigate, and we'll find them severely. Really? You're going to find them fucking draft picks in Major League Baseball? The draft is all but about useless when it comes to minor league baseball. Well, major league baseball. It fills the minor leagues up just perfectly. Uh, If the Astros uh, can keep their ring, that means Mitch McConnell can still be Joe Biden in the first pitch and send him to first base. Uh, Let's see. Everyone cheats. Okay, this is, uh, let's see. The Raiders have cheated. All right. I'll just leave it up there. I I get what you're saying. Now, everybody, look, and that's the problem is that we didn't, when did we start allowing it? We've allowed cheating to happen so much now. Like when we were kids, we didn't let people cheat. We talked, we told on cheaters. Uh, th- uh, that's because we don't believe in consequences anymore. If the audit comes out that was 100% cheated, Joe should be ripped out uh, and his party involved should be tried for treason. But we can't do that because we all got soft on us. Yeah, everybody did. We all have. We all have. Look, uh, uh, Alicia, you know I love you. I, I, I think you're fantastic. And, and you're right. And I know you're right. You wouldn't let your kids whoop somebody's ass if you knew about it. They were cheating. If somebody cheated, like, cheated off your kid on a test and your kid said, nope, uh, not on my watch and whooped that kid's ass, you'd probably be okay with it, but not okay, okay with it. That's what I'm talking about. We need to get back to that level. We need to get back to our savage eight-year-old level when it comes to shit like cheating. People that cheat in baseball, people like, I'll say it, Mark McGuire. Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, Raphael Palmero. Those are all guys that I liked. I didn't really like Sammy Sosa that much, but Raphael Palmero I loved. Mark McGuire loved him. Has no business in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Why? Because they fucking cheated. Roger Clements, Barry Bonds, no business. You cheated. A Rod, you're never going to get in. You cheated. You admitted to it and got caught doing it again. 
You cheated. Thank God Major League Baseball at least has that much of an eight-year-old mentality. When somebody cheats the game like that, they kick them out, and they don't let them into Hall of Fames. Well, they should do the same for anybody who cheats the fucking game. The way the Astros cheated the game. But we put up with it. The Republican Party is a bunch of spineless cunts. They don't stand up for anything. And you can insert the Democratic Party, too, there. Hate Trump all you want, but that motherfucker fought tooth and nail for four years against the whole government. Yes, he did. (laughs) Roger Clemens didn't cheat. Some jerk from OU slipped him the drugs unknowingly. Hook him horns. Oh, that one pains me. It pains me that Roger Clements is not in the Baseball Hall of Fame. That's awful. They cheated. And just like this president, look, in my heart of hearts, I can't say that I totally believe this election outcome. I I just don't. I, I have to live with it, though. I don't believe it. But I have to live with it. And I guess I guess that's where the whole thing comes, the whole, well, there's nothing I can do about it. But what am I going to do? I'll talk about it. That's about as much as I can do. But what can I do? I can't go up to the White House, knock on the door, and go, hey, since I'm your boss, uh, Joe, uh, you're fired. Because I know y'all cheated. Come on, Joe, you know you cheated. Come on, just, just tell me. We're their boss. We should be able to go up to him and talk to him whenever we want. Not like go in his house or anything like that or scare him or hurt him or anything like that, but we should be able to tell him what kind of job he's doing. But that's where it's different because he is an elite. He's in that group. He, he's in, he is above an A-lister. He's the fucking president. You ain't going to talk, touch, get anywhere near that guy. You're just not. Not ever. He's a made guy. And I tell you, for his party and, and the swamp to turn on him, they it, and I don't see it happening. It would take a lot. I mean, they haven't turned on somebody since JFK. Look what happened there. You want Joe Biden to tell the truth? Get him a waiting pool and some black kids to touch his leg hair. That dude will tell you everything. (laughs) Democrats and the leftists are on the same page, though. When they don't like something that happens, they yell and scream and make a fuss about it. And they get what they want. Other Republicans, all the Republicans do is wag their finger and tell them, Say, no, don't do that. Nothing gets done. They don't do a fucking thing. No, you're right. Okay. In that, in that, I'll say you're right. But the Republicans, they used to do something. But see, everybody's worried about this whole cancel thing. See, we have all got something in the back of our minds that something could go wrong and then I could end up on the NBC Nightly News. I hope I do. I hope I say something on this show that goes viral like that, honestly. 
because I'm not going to apologize for it, because if I said something that's super-duper controversial, most of the time it's going to be funny. And secondly, I shouldn't have to apologize for fucking humor anymore or having my thoughts. Too many people are so worried about, uh, if somebody were to come on my show and start motherfucking me and motherfucking the things I believed in, I'd kick their ass out of the fucking show. I'm not going to put up with that. That's me doing something about it instead of going, hey, 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 hey. No, I'm going to kick your ass out of here. Republicans used to do that. The leftists have always been a bunch of weak fucking, you know, purse swingers. That's all they are. The right used to be the ones that said, oh, yeah, we're going to do something about it. But we've been beaten down. It's too toxic, toxic masculinity. I don't even, I I still don't know what that is. I don't think there's anything wrong with having masculinity. I don't think there's anything wrong with having femininity. I didn't think I'd get through that word. Uh, Dude, that would uh, be your golden ticket under the Joe Rogan show if that happened. Oh, yeah. Considering how much you and I disagree at times, I'd say it takes a lot for you to kick someone off. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely it would. But it seems like we've gotten to that point when we allow things. Can you imagine how far I would have to let it go for me to go, okay, enough, go. But it would happen. There is a line, and I'm hoping... I'm hoping that the side of the correctness, not it doesn't have to be, finally comes out and says, enough is enough. You people put your racist fucking comments and racist theories away. Nobody wants to hear them anymore. And you people learn how to tell a joke and understand which restroom to use. Now, are we done? God almighty, man, nothing gets, I, I, honestly, there is a reason that there, there is a little bit of a, a thought behind my madness. I put up these fucking terrible jokes on TikTok every day so I can offend somebody that, that it's my goal and I haven't done it yet, but I haven't gone completely nuclear yet, but I'm still holding back like today's jokes. Uh, what was the first one? Oh, oh yeah, today's joke. The first one. Why are Americans better rappers than the Japanese? Because we know how to drop bombs, yo. <laughs> the second joke I told, this is the one that I hope gets a little bit of traction. What's the difference... Between a lesbian and a walrus. One smells like fish and has a mustache. The other is a walrus. (laughs) Oh. If you get kicked off the show, you earn that. Arnie is pretty fucking tolerant. And I, I don't want... 
I don't want to kick people off the show. I enjoy having conversations with people that, that we don't necessarily agree with things on. I like that. It's a discord. It shows that people can have a conversation. I, I mean, if, if, if you don't see it, let, let's use Ogre for an example. Ogre is one of, he's an OG. He's been around forever. And as he said, how much we disagree, uh, it takes a lot. Yes, you come on the show and we have thought-provoking conversations because that's what it's about. It's about entertaining you and making you think at the same time. I am just, uh, I, I've gotten to a point now where I just do not care anymore about offending people. I just don't give a shit. Everybody's so fucking worthless and pussified in our society when it comes to that shit. Watching that comedian, I did the story last week about some guy who, who writes for the Joe Rogan show who came out on a comedy club stage in Austin, which that's his first mistake. But the host of the show was Asian, and this guy just starts ripping him with Asian jokes and the funny, you know, voice and all that kind of stuff. You know where that is allowed? In a comedy club. You know where it's not allowed now? In a comedy club. You see, he was doing it in a way that it was kind of funny. I saw some of the set, and it was funny. But no, of course, in this day and age, you can't do it. This is a whole lot different, and I have already heard it, it, it being likened to, but it's nothing like that. When Michael Richards went off and said the N-word. Michael Richards wasn't using that in a joke or anything. He was trying to shut up a heckler, and he did it terribly. And he kept saying the N-word. Completely different from what that comic in Austin did last week. Yet the guy in Austin's probably going to end up getting canceled. Nobody wants to, wants to see that. Fuck that, I do. Funny is funny. Yeah, I'm OG then, too. Pop my chain. Yes. A lot of you guys are old OGs. You guys have gotten me a lot of the new listeners, and I appreciate it. That's why I keep it real. I keep it real on this show. I'm tired of all this bullshit that everybody has to put up with. You don't have to put up with it here. We'll tell the truth. We'll disagree sometimes. That's fine. I'm not going to hide the truth from you. When it comes to bullshit, right or left, that's why I like doing this show. I don't have to play a character. I don't have to be on one side of the line. If the Democrats ever come up with a good idea again, I'll jump on that idea. We all got your back, Doug. Well, thank you. I mean, look, I'd love to go viral over one of those jokes. I'm kind of surprised I didn't get shit for the, the Special Olympic ones. But, hey, that's okay. That means I just got to try harder. Oh, by the way, by the way, I just want to point out, to, I believe it was Saturday Night Live this weekend. I don't know what they were doing. They were showing some sort of best of clip. I, I, I don't know what it was. But they were talking about Helen Keller driving in a... Uh, uh, a Barbie, like, car. 
There's a new Helen Keller doll coming out. And I was like, yep, yeah, they're, they're listening. Because I, I do tell a lot of Helen Keller jokes for some reason. I'm stuck in the old school that way. Uh, I'm so not OG, but time's on my side. Right, straight fire, you got it. You, you'll, you'll get it. You'll get it, dog. All right, Joe Biden, your president, former Vice President Biden, may allow federal employees to work from home permanently. Even though Americans are waiting up to three months for passports and facing huge delays with the IRS. Joe just says, ah, just stay on home. Let you telecommute to work. What the fuck? I thought Joe Biden was from a hardworking generation. Does he think everybody is his age? That it's all time for oval team and a nap? Allow people, then they'll never come back to work. Let me tell you, it would take a, an enormous amount to get me into a broadcast studio to do any sort of show. Unless it was on, like, Joe Rogan and I'd do his show. But, like, to work? Shit. <laughs> Speaking of being an OG, this old lady just explained a beeper to Xavier. We heard it on a documentary, and he was like, what's a beeper? Do they mean paged? After I finished explaining the whole uh, of modern technology during our teen years, from its conceptions to its demise, at that moment, old hit me. Yeah. Yeah, the good old. I never had a beeper. I went from house phone to cell phone. Never, I, I never found myself ever important enough to need a beeper. Uh, and I'm not making fun of it. I just I never thought I needed one. I was definitely listening to you when I was too young to be, and <laughs> I've heard every first show since. Well, I appreciate that. Um, I did not. Uh, I didn't have one either, but I was able to fully explain it to it. That's awesome. That is awesome. Good old pager. I was thinking about getting a pager, but like the cell phones were were starting to come out and they're starting to become cheap. I was like, I'll just get a cell phone instead. That, that way I don't have to have a pager and then have to go find a phone. Uh, I had one. We used to send messages back and forth, the old school way of texting. Wow. You could always tell the drug dealers because they had like four pagers. Did you have the cellular phone in the bag? No, I, di I didn't have that. I mean, I didn't have like first generation I had one of those, uh, oh, uh, Jack Murphy Stadium, Qualcomm. Qualcomm. I had a Qualcomm phone. And I remember it had the game Snake on there. That was my first phone. Yeah, it was a couple generations after the bag phone and the car phone that you had to carry around. Remember that big-ass brick phone? That brick phone was a pain in the ass. 
I had a friend who had a brick phone. Uh, memories. The IRS has experienced a staff shortage and some tasks can't be done from home. Well, then how are they supposed to get it done? Oh, you guys can stay home. Well, I guess nothing's going to get done then. Isn't that awesome? Wait, 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 wait. Let, hold on. Let's, see, let's take a look at this. Three-month delay for things? Shouldn't we be able to find them the way they find us? Isn't it kind of neat and funny? When it comes time to needing their money, they ask for it. If you don't give it to them, they start to penalize you and they'll come after you. But once they owe your ass money, you can't find them. They're like the alcoholic husband on a Friday night. He's gone. Isn't that amazing? Uh, sorry, uh, we can't do anything. Okay, well, then you're going to have to pay me 30% more. Why not? Why not get some government workers up off their asses? A representative out of Georgia says the Biden administration is showing a lack of urgency and federal agencies should be returning to normal. Amen. I don't know about you. I am completely over the whole COVID thing. Yeah, we got a couple stories about it here that are coming up. Just a couple. But but I, I got to tell you, I'm done. In America, I'm done. I heard the report today that it's something like 50% of Americans have gotten the vaccine. If you don't get it, you don't get it. Hey, great. About 20% more is needed for uh, herd immunity. Maybe that 20% will happen within the when they start because they're letting kids get it now. If you want to let your kids get it, I don't know. I, I'm not telling you. I'm just saying. Remember when you had to make dick pics out of numbers and characters before cameras? I love the old Nokia with the exchangeable faceplates. Um, been over it for a fucking year, to be honest. Yeah, I, I, I mean, honestly, like, it's so dumb now. Here, I, I'll, I'll get, let me get through, let me get through these three fucking dumb COVID-type stories. I don't understand why the United States is even sending a team over. But the Olympics are a go in Tokyo, even though the State Department is warning American citizens not to go to the Olympic Games in, uh, where, where's that? The games are in uh, Tokyo. Well, yeah, well, at least it's the right place this time. Uh, 
people there in, in Tokyo, they don't want the Olympics. They're standing out there. No Olympics. Why? Because, well, they're having a big outbreak of the horrible and deadly coronavirus, of course. Oh, wait. Oh, I need I, I, I need that back. Yep. I don't know what to think. I, I mean, honestly, it's the Olympics. I, I don't care. But uh, my brother-in-law is going to be pitching for Team Israel. And, of course, my sister is due with their first baby in early mid-August. Oh, wow. He I mean, the athlete's got to go. I, I think, that, look, if they want the games to go on, that's fine. Look, man, and, and I heard only it's only something like 2% of, of Japan has gotten the vaccine. Not that they have to, but I'm just saying. Uh, let's see. Uh, my first phone I bought was the Simmons A56. Yes, I know the model back from 2003. I also use the Nokia 5165, Nokia 3310. Those phones were made to be thrown. They were developed by people who couldn't still slam the phone when they hang up. <laughs> uh, I had I had the Edge. You know, remember that the, the cool little uh, the razor phone? That was it. That was my favorite phone. <laughs> the hats have big stars of David. Good question. Uh, I think it's uh, obli- uh, obvious that we are already at herd immunity. Okay, fifty percent got shots. Why don't we add the number of people that got the virus already and uh, and the antibodies? We're probably close to ninety percent immunity already. Exactly. I don't know what they're doing or not doing in Japan since this big-ass outbreak happened. I mean, there are only like a, a, a trillion people in Japan. Oh, stop it. No, stop that. Kapoya! 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 Just, just had to get that one in, didn't you? Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I'm sure you did. Um, let's see, what else are they saying about it? Also, I'm looking forward. Japan isn't the only nation to go to level four advisory from the State Department. Don't go to Mexico, Brazil, and Turkey. Oh, I, I, I think I could do that. Uh, no problem there. So I can't go to Brazil, Mexico, Turkey, and Tokyo. I like rabbits because you can pull their ears back and make them look like Asian people. Yes, I did all that for just that. Ah. Okay, so we got that. Now, good news in... um, or is this good news in uh, New York City? New York City! The mayor, Bill de Blasio, announced Monday that the city's public schools will be fully open and uh, for in-person learning starting in September. I don't know. I, I think it's great that it's open. I think it's about time. I think they should be in school learning. I think the kids should be in there. But 
They're saying how many kids? How many kids they expect to be in there? One million kids will be back in the classrooms. So, ask family. I ask you this: in September, they're saying a million kids will be in the classrooms in the NYC, New York City. New York City. Uh, we know. How many kids? How many kids do you think really show up because their parents are still too afraid? says, I guess, half to two-thirds return. Hangtown Gin says 25%. Straight Fire says half of them. Schools need to go back to the 80s curriculum, bring back uh, shop classes and home ec. Mm, I like that idea. 25%. And NYNYC, I'd say 40% will be in school. 18 months and about 90-plus percent are showing up. Those parents have had enough. I I I'm I like where you guys are headed. I like the twenty five percent. I'll take it up to thirty percent. Almost a third of the kids won't be in school. That's because, and this is just in New York. Uh, wife's little brother still doing homeschool just because he likes sleeping in and doing the work when he wants to. Nothing to do with COVID. Great point, Harrison. You're going to get people like that, too. Which, by the way, by the way, I I, I do and don't have a problem with it. I, I do have a problem with it for this biggest aspe- aspect here. I think you need the socialization of school more than you need necessarily. I, I shouldn't say more. Just as much as you need the skills to learn about reading, writing, and arithmetic. I, I, I'm sorry. I think social is, I, I think what we've done to today's generation of kids by keeping them out of school this long and away from people has had absolutely nothing but negative effects on them. If your kids were shy in Bashville before, Maybe you're one of these overprotective parents, and, you know, when you take your kids to, to like, you know, uh, friends' houses or whatever, they're very shy, they're very clingy to you. You're going to be living with them for quite some time because they ain't going anywhere the way you protected them before. And now during this pandemic, you've probably been a lot worse, so they rely on you, Holmes. Uh, He's not learning or He's not learning and calls me to help him with math. I'll tell him to get his ass back in the classroom and learn. Amen. Uh, Arnie, why are you against state Fed workers working from home? Well, I'm not against all of them working from home, but I did read in that story that there were jobs in the IRS that you cannot do from home. That's why I think people should come in. Look, when it comes to state and federal jobs, I I don't know what they all are. But if you have to deal with anybody 
you've got to come in. If you have to deal with anybody, the reason being is those people that come in and have questions, if you work for the state or the federal government, they have questions, you have to answer them because those people are your boss. Those are the people that pay your salary. That's why you got to come in. This idea of closing down every branch of government because of a fucking cold is just, it. it's run our society into a fucking, a pussydom I don't know if we can recover from. My generation is getting older. That, that break glass when you need a man is getting older. Pretty soon, I hate to tell you what's going to be in that glass. You're not going to be able to tell. You're going to have to have a sign on there. As a government employee, I love and appreciate that I can work from home. I'm not looking forward to having to go back full time. I go in two days a week now. If you can do your job from home, fine. If you don't have to deal with the public, fine. If that's what you want to do, I, I, I mean, if you want your phone number to be ringing off the hook at home all day, all right, you want to work that way, you go ahead. Uh, all right, so the kids probably, yeah, I, I, I think about 70% will show back up to school, and then 30%. Probably what they're going to end up doing is a lot of these uh, rich parents will end up uh, hiring a teacher, and they'll do Zoom learning, or they'll do class learning in some Richie Rich's house, by the way, which is just like being in a school. I just want to point that out, just to let you know. Uh, I think one of the net positive effects of the whole experience is that it has shown us that a lot of people can work from home, which cuts down on traffic. Parents can spend more time with their kids. There's definitely a silver lining to be had there, if that's what people wanted. Well, no, the way it works is that my voicemail phone line says email me or wait till Friday when I'm in the office. I work from home and do not return calls from home. Okay. Hey, that's awesome if you don't have to take any calls at your house. Let's see. Okay. Oh. All my Michigan people, I'm thinking about you today. Your governor got busted again over the weekend. Governor Gretchen Whitmer, the stupid bihotch that she is, apologized after a picture shows her at a restaurant violating social distance guidelines. What? What? A governor? No. You're telling me. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. You're telling me that a governor of a state, a very large state, broke their own mandated rules 
and went to a restaurant and didn't socially distance themselves and not wore a mask? I am sure that is the first time this has happened. Oh, wait. See, not even politicians can be creative anymore. This is just like Hollywood. Hollywood has to remake everything, and that's what Gretchen Whitmer did. She just remade a shitty Gavin Newsom video. By the way, when are people... I mean, ah! This is what makes my head hurt. When are people going to say enough of this bullshit? You're treating us like peasants. First of all, I, I don't know what restaurant, the, the East Lansing Bar and Grill. I don't know if that's like the French Laundry where it's about four or $500 a person. But I, I, I got to tell you this right now. This, this is just the playbook that that side is using. Do as we say, not as we do. Oh, look at me. Oh, I'm so sorry I did that. My bad. Everyone, and now they have, well, everybody was vaccinated. So this is like the LeBron thing. Yesterday, we uh, we just touched on it briefly about LeBron the pussy and how he violated the NBA's COVID policy, and he should be suspended. The NBA has pretty much ruled saying, well, since he uh, has been vaccinated and he really didn't pose any risk, uh, no fine or, or, or no suspension is necessary. He violated the policy, period. He broke the rule. Tim says, who's this bitch thinks she is? Gavin Newsom? <laughs> right? Wasn't it like uh, one of uh, Newsom's protégés, who is now the the gov or the mayor of San Francisco, did the same thing at the same restaurant? Newsom did it like a week later or a week before. I love. I, I truly love this, and, and honestly, this is where where people need to really pay attention. All these people that that live in the hood. You know, and they're told to vote a certain way. I want you to think about it. I want you to think about rich people, right? I want you to think about uber-wealthy people. You got LeBron James. Which way does he vote? He votes left. Okay, there's one for the left. I, I mean, pretty much anybody, right? The, the wealthiest people, Steve, uh, Bill Gates, uh, he votes on the left. You got all these people that vote on the left that have all this money, and then they try to claim the right side is the elite side. I don't know anybody more elite than Mark Zuckerberg and Bill Gates and, 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 and what's his name? Warren Buffett. I don't know a lot of people that are more elite than them. Yet the Republican Party is the elitists. Can you please explain that to me? 
I, I, I'd like to know how Tom Selleck and, and, and Mel Gibson measure up against those people. Oh, should I throw Vince Vaughn in there as well? Well, Newsom called. He wants his privilege back. Standard issue left playbook. Number one, commit blunder, faux pas, or violate policy. Two, be found out by media. Three, issue half-assed apology of sorry, not sorry. Four, media quickly sweeps it under the rug, but can claim it reported the transgression to try to appear blatantly partisan. Five, lather, rinse, repeat. Bravo. You're right. A hundred percent. By the way, nothing will happen to her. Nothing at all will happen to her. Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, I'm going to save that one. Oh, uh, that what the fuck? This is perfect example of what I'm talking about. Think about it. I just want you to go back in time. All right? Th- th- that's all I ask you to do is go back a little bit in time. If I can find the... There we go. I want you to think about your history class. The day you learned about the storming of the beaches of Normandy. D-Day, if you will. I want you to think about that. And we've all seen movies. Good morning, Hot Mama. How are you? We've all seen movies... Well, we see what the attack kind of was supposed to look like, I guess. These these brave Marines and Army getting off these boats. Pretty much just lambs led to slaughter. The Germans had higher position. They're just picking them off left and right. But the Americans just kept coming, just kept coming, just kept coming, just kept coming. Wasn't it something like 20,000 people died that first day? I want you to think about this. Most of those kids are 18 or 19 years old that died that day. What do you think modern 18 to 19-year-olds would do? Can you imagine if something like Normandy ever happened today? God forbid. And now that we have all this news coverage, we're going to see that there were 25,000 troops killed in one day. We may surrender. Not, not the military. The military will keep fighting, but we, the American people, will throw our hands up and go, no, this, oh, we're going to die. Of course, there wouldn't be a storm Normandy today. The uniforms are <laughs> made gen, gen, skinny jean style, needing a safe space. They they do. And this next story is so perfect about that. There's a job in this country that I think would take a lot of, you know, you got to have a lot of moxie to have this job, and it's a bartender job, right? You got to be able to take up with some guff, especially if you're a gal. 
And how about especially if you're slinging drinks in New York City? New York City! That is what I said. Takes a gal who's got some fucking, eh, some teeth to her. We've seen her. She stands up for herself. I'm talking about the one and only Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Who has come out and officially said she is in therapy now after the Capitol riot that she believes was an all-out attempted coup. Really? By the way, she wasn't even in the same building. So how is it that she's traumatized and she's seeking therapy? She told the Latino USA podcast that her colleagues told her to recognize trauma. She said colleagues are still traumatized and it's affected policymaking. Lie. Comments came after the House passed a bill would create a commission to investigate. 35 Republicans defected from leadership and voted in favor of bill and would create a bipartisan commission with subpoena power. Yes. She was in a building that was three-tenths a mile away. Yet she is seeking therapy. Are, 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 are you fucking for real? Are you fucking for real? This, this tough gal who's been on Jesus and Marrow. Some show on Showtime. I, I just know everything. Come on. You know it's me. This gal who's supposed to be tough, supposed to be badass. She was almost a half a fucking mile away. And she's seeking therapy. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. Braddy kid, I disagree completely. She is not a hypochondriac. No, 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 no. She'll be the first to tell you she is a victim. I, I Tim, she, she is, you misspelled cunt. <laughs> uh, she asked to seek therapy in order to solidify a solid claim of mental distress for her future monetary gain via lawsuit. Mental anguish knows no bounds, Arnie. Three-fourths of a mile is within the acceptable stress zone, I'm sure. As a lawyer, we're working on it. Unbelievable. I, I mean, seriously. She's a half a mile away, and this is called, fuck, man. I'm half a mile away from the freeway. I'm sure there's been a wreck over there. Oh, I don't think I can do the show anymore today, y'all. I think I'm done. Oh, God, there's a wreck another three-tenths of a mile away in the other direction. Oh, I'm done for. I can't take all this blood and guts.
Oh, I'm sure she'll include a comfort puppy in the lawsuit. I hope so. Can only be a chihuahua, though. All right. Boy, people do not like Rand Paul. His neighbor started it by kicking the shit out of him. So uh, the FBI is investigating a suspicious package that was uh, filled with white powder and bearing an image of threatening violence to Rand Paul's home. I guess it looks like kind of an envelope that says it shows when Rand Paul was in a cast when his arm got broken, a sling. It says, I'll finish what your neighbor started, you motherfucker. I'll finish what your neighbor started. A copy of the image was obtained by Fox News. It's pretty fantastic here. I'll put it up for you guys to see. Really, he thinks Richard Marks wants him dead, right? Uh... Rand Paul in a statement said, I take these threats immensely seriously. Immensely seriously. Okay. I have been targeted multiple times now. It is reprehensible that Twitter allowed C-list celebrities to advocate for violence against me and my family. This must stop. Just this weekend, Richard Marks called for violence against me, and now we receive this despicable powder-filled letter. Richard Marks over the weekend. <laughs> Richard Marks said, I'll say it again. If I ever meet Rand Paul's neighbor, I'm going to hug him and buy him as many drinks as he can consume. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, he could have come from Fauci. Oh, Fauci hates him too. This is like a game of Clue. Was it Richard Marks? With the cocaine. Was it was it Fauci with whatever wet white powder is? That's like age 12. That's the one that kills you right away. As soon as you breathe it in, you're dead. Dude. Dude, I saw a video last night. Holy shit. You guys ever seen this story about this guy in Japan who uh, was working at a nuclear plant? I think the guy's name is, and it's not, no kidding, it's like Auchi or something like that. It would be Auchi. The dude had more radiation than anybody's ever had, and they kept him alive for like 78 days. Dude, one day, like they said, there was a week that they gave him like five transfusions a day. Like, all the bad shit you think would happen if you got all that nuclear exposure did happen. Now, why were they keeping him alive? I don't know, because they knew he wasn't going to live. Oh, man, oh, man, that was interesting as shit to see. Wow. I don't want anything like that to happen to me. You don't turn green and you don't get strong. That's some bullshit. Uh, let's see, uh, OSHA get involved. No, it was in Japan, so it's all good there. They're like, whoops-a-daisy. 
They're like trying to like hand mix uranium. Fucking A. It's pretty damn awesome. Like I watched all 20 minutes of that. He'll be re- resurrected as Dr. Manhattan's Peter de Mount Fuji. <laughs> he is Godzilla. All right, so yeah, Rand Paul, he got threatened again. Oh, you got to love Rand Paul. He talks like such a badass, and he's not. That's the best part about him. He is so not a badass. And go, all right, here we go. All right, uh, we got to do this. Oh, my God, I almost forgot here. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It is time for Celebrity, 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 Celebrity. Ab, Ab, Ab. So what we're going to do here is just like the Al Pacino one. These are all characters that Samuel L. Jackson, in case you don't know who Sam Jackson is, let me, uh, let's see. So I'll play this after I play his character, and then I'll play the music. Our first character is Jules Winfield from Pulp Fiction. This guy right here. Well, I'm a mushroom cloud laying motherfucker, motherfucker. I'm super fly TNT. I'm the guns of the Navarone. That's him. Now, I don't have a drop for this character. You'll just have to believe me on it. So we got Jules taking on Zeus, the character he played in Die Hard 3. So I give you Jules Winfield versus Zeus. Die Hard 3. Ask family, I ask you the simple question. Who ya got? Yes, hey, look, I love him in all these movies, but Ooh, Winfield moves on. All right, our next matchup. Hoger says he plays different characters. Well, kind of, sort of. Next character, another Tarantino movie. He was a gun-dealing bad mother with one cool fucking ponytail. I give you Ordell Robbie. Oh, I need that drop. Damn, Jackie, I bet you got to wear inward repellent to keep all the inwards on you on a Saturday night. I got to get that. Oh, shit. Yep, I got to get that. Hold on a second. Hold on. Ordell. Uh... 
No, that ain't it. That ain't it. No, 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 no. Adele and... That ain't it. 15%. Oh, shit. Adele meets Jackie. This is it. Okay, here we go. But it don't matter because they already know I'm meeting you. How the fuck they know that? You need nigga repellent. Ah, here it is. Uh, let me get a screwdriver on. How you doing? Oh, I'm fine. Yes, you are. <laughs> Damn, I bet you come in here on a Saturday night. You need nigga repellent to keep them motherfuckers off your ass. Such a great line. I, I had to play that because I remember seeing that movie on Christmas Day in the theater, and I laughed my ass off. I was the only one laughing in the movie theater at the old time. All right, now move on. Let's go. Ordell versus... Major Marcus Warren. Oh, the cowboy character that he played in the Hateful Eight movie. Woo! So, Ordell Roby against Major Marcus Warren, Hateful Eight. Ask family, I ask you, who you got? has moved on barely. Barely. But he does move on. Okay. Next one up. We have the doctor character he played in the movie Deep Blue Sea where he got eaten by a fucking shark taking on Elmo McAvoy, the chemist he plays in a movie called Formula 51 Pretty badass. Both characters, pretty awesome characters. So Russell versus Elmo ass family. Who ya got? This one, this one's over. Oh my god, yeah. Uh Elmo. Elmo moves on. And, and if you if anybody ever saw that movie, he made pills where made people poop themselves really, really bad. Great movie, by the way. Alright, Elmo McAvoy moves on. Final matchup in the Western Regional. Ask family. I oh man, this one's gonna be tough. This one is going to be tough. I don't no, that ain't it. Oh, there it is. Um, I give you the character of all characters that should have been played by Sam Jackson a long time before it was remade. I give you John Shaft. You shut your mouth. 
and he's taking on Carl Lee Haley from the movie A Time to Kill, where he uttered these words. Yes, they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. So does this... Yes, they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. Carl Lee Haley versus John Shaft, ass family. Who ya got? Shut your mouth. Just shut your mouth. Oh, we have a winner, ass family. Yes, we do. It is John Shaft. Though, Carl Lee did put up a battle. So now we have to get to. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Here we go. All right. To get to the final four, to be etched in Mount Rushmore of Samuel L. Jackson movies, I give you our first matchup being Jules Winfield from Pulp Fiction. Just in case you don't know. Ezekiel 25, 17, the path of the righteous man. There you go. That's enough. That, that, that's all you get from Jules. Versus Odell. Odell Roby. From Jackie Brown. Ask family. I ask you. Who you got? Such a tough one. Jules moves to the final four. Jules is in the final four. Who will join him there? Well, we'll find out here in just one second. Last family I give you, Elmo McAvoy from Formula 51 taking on that bad mother, shut your mouth, John Shaft. Elmo versus Shaft. God. That sounds like a terrible porno. Ask family who you got. Mount Rushmore of dot, 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 Samuel L. Jacks move. When we return, all kinds of other stuff coming up. 775-357-FANS 
ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com.
this show's got more ass on it than a public toilet. Probably more diseases, too. The Arnie State Show. Call 775-357-FANS. Uh, let's see. Uh, work meeting. Be back in a bit. All right. All right. Final four. Uh, not final four. Uh, we do have Celebrity Ass Deathmatch to continue later on. We just got through with round one. If you weren't here, I'm sorry. But it is, it, it, it's in the books. We're ready to go. Now, I, I see this story here, and uh, I should have been typing while I was killing time there, but I wasn't because, let's see, how do I spell this person's name? Is that it? Yeah, that's it. There we go. All right, let's see. Oh, is he... I find this to be so funny. This is such a great story. Um, Dick Clark Productions Company announced after the April nomination that this guy will not be performing at their award show. Sure, there's a chance he could win, but he's probably not going to win, right? I I mean, this guy right here... Morgan Wallen, you know, the biggest racist in America next to Donald Trump. Do you remember everything that happened? I don't always wake up in the morning. Oh, that's fucking shit. Yeah, you, you, you remember what happened? Oh, boy, got good and drunk like a country artist should. Yelled at his buddies, hey, take care of my N-word. Now, he had the soft day ending, not the hard aura. Is this song any better? No, that's not any better. Band-Aid on a bullet hole. How's that go? Sounds like Go Canada. Spin you around? Did he, did he make a remake? No, all right, all right. Morgan Wallen's still not my cup of tea. But hey, he is for the Billboard Music Awards after he not only won one, not two, but three awards from his six nominations, including Top Country Artist. Top country male artist and top country album for Dangerous, the double album. (laughs) Oh, let me just say that. This for me is... Good for you, Billboard Awards. Good for you to fucking flip off the woke. Here's a good old boy who obviously just has shitty fucking neighbors. Dude comes out of his house. And, and look, I think he's trying a little bit hard. I'm looking at a picture of him trying a little hard with his mullet. Yeah, mullet's got to be natural looking, bruh. I mean, if we thought about it right now, can, can, can we just think about something just real? We haven't done a Final Four in forever, right? 
We always do death matches and things like that. I, do I even have the, the music for the CBS? I, I, I don't know where it is. Hold on, hold on one second. Uh, let's see. Uh, CBS basketball. Okay. Uh, CBS. I just want to do a quick final four. CBS college basketball thing. There we go. This is what we need. Here we go. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Augusta National Fieldhouse. Inside Ernie Spleen. Today we're going to do just an impromptu quick final four. Now I have a computer in front of me, so it's going to make it easy for me. But I like this topic a lot. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we are doing the final four of greatest mullets of all time. The greatest mullets of all time, where it's a party up front and business in the back, baby. I'm giving you all time. I, I, I've gone to Google, and I've Googled some people. Oh, man. Oh, there we go. That, there's one. Oh, there's one mullet that will always stand the test of time, and I'm not going to tell you who it is. I will tell you this. Billy Ray Cyrus is not on my list because I hate him too much. I, I, I hate him way, way too much. Hey, hey, he's a cartoon. That's all he is is a goddamn cartoon. So, oh, yeah, well, we, we got to get that. Uh-huh. Okay, got that one. And then the last one, uh-huh. I'm almost ready to render. Man, you, you know what? Yeah, let's, oh, wait. Uh... You love Billy long time. Stop it. No, I, I, I do not. I hate him. He's horrible. Whew. Boy, that's a tough man. Yikes. Yeah, I'm going through this list of greatest mullets of all time. Oh. Yep, yep. Oh, there we go. All right, so our our first mullet on this list, on my list, ass family, is this one right here. Come on, give it to me, baby. Oh, come on, Daddy. Now, let me know if this just is the picture. Oh, used to play for the, and, and you know what? Leave it to a Russian to make this list. Yarmir Yager, former NHL superstar, played with the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins forever. You want to talk about a mullet. Man, oh, man. Man alive, is that mullet glorious. Yeah, you got to, when, when you scroll down, I want you to scroll down to, 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 to number three, or number two. Yarmir Yager. That guy, that guy is the truth right there. Now, my number three, 
greatest mullets of all time. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I, I will do it. Hold on. Let me find a really good picture of him here. That we, Oh, that, that one's going well, man. Shit. God damn, this is tough. This is really tough. I can't do Joe Dirt. That one's just too easy. Joe, Joe Dirt is far too easy. Ogres, Patrick Swayze, Mel Gibson, Michael Bolton, and Jesse Ventura's Skullet. Okay, I, I, I can't do the pictures anymore. They're a pain in the ass. I will give this one to you. My number three, Andre Agassi. Man, oh, man. You want to talk about a quaff. The guy was on meth and all kinds of shit, man. His mullet flowed. He took the mullet to England. He said, hey, queen, check it out. Number two, I have to agree with Ogre on this one. Let, oh, uh, let's see. I just got one in from uh, Agassiz, Mel Gibson, John Cruck. That's a great one, Zach. And then David Spade. You got you got you got to come up with one better than David Spade because that was that one's a fakey. That one's a wig. Uh, Arnie Holmes were purchased in BLM, and the leader needed four homes. Yeah. Oh, I believe me. All that BLM stuff. I'm sorry. I'm just now seeing my phone. John Crook, that is a great one. My number two is Sir Patrick Swayze. Man, oh, man, if anybody could rock a mullet, it was him. Whether it was in, you know, the greatest movie of all time, Roadhouse, that he did. But the man knew how to wear a mullet. I, I will give him that. And my find, my number one, is the guy who originated the mullet. If you go back. This last weekend was the PGA Championship. There has never been a mullet as good as John Daly's. John Daly has the greatest mullet in the history of time. You look up. Uh, let, let, let's just see. I, I got to look at it. I got. I, it's not up here because John Daly mullet. Bingo. Oh. It's like he put a chili bowl over the top and just let it go from there. God damn, he was a sexy man back then. Wow. Woo. All you got to do, Google. John Daly, D-L-Y, mullet. Images. Oof. There's a hair picture of him. He played a bunch of ball, and then he's got his mullet. Oh, God, love that mullet. If I could, if I liked hair enough, I'll tell you this right now. That's the only hairstyle I would ever rock is a mullet. That's it. But I, I, I can't stand hair, so I, 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 I shave my head bald. Mm. Harrison John Stamos, that's a good one. At least it's just gross. Mullet? Oh, come on. John Stamos had a pretty solid one in, in Full House. I'll give you that. But this Morgan Wallen fella, and the, these younger kids today, they're trying to bring back the mullet. Hey, ki- hey, kids, 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 kids. Way to give it your almost. 
Look, I, I, I'm just telling you this right now. Just going to tell you. If you grow a mullet, you have to, you, you, you have to, you, you just have to dive in and live the mullet lifestyle. You can't just wear a mullet. You have to accept that mullet. That mullet is now your identity. I, I, I tell you, I hate hair. I just don't think I'm strong enough man to wear a mullet. I just, I, I don't think I could do it. Man, if I were to find out that I had like a full head of hair and it was gray, I'd be rocking a gray mullet. I'd be the silver mullet. Whoo! Let me just tell you right now. Fucking hey. Don't, don't walk down the same side of the street of me if you're ovulating because it just might happen. The sexiness of that silver mullet might just get you pregnant through osmosis. I have something to strive for now. I have something to live for. The silver mullet. (laughs) Oh, Bob Seger and the Silver Mullet Band. Hell yeah, baby. Oh, that would be funny. That would be funny. Uh, Kevin Spacey. Man, oh, man, this story is getting a lot of traction. And the funny thing is his accuser is pissed off. So Kevin Spacey has got an acting job. Kevin Spacey's been living under the radar in London for the last couple years. He's 61 years old, ready to star in an Italian-language film with Vanessa Redgrave. Wow. I mean, I'm pretty impressed by this. The guy who accused him of groping him... did, did he not show up in court or something? Was that it? And it, this pretty much got dismissed. Kevin Spacey has, has not been tried in a court, or he has, and he's been found not guilty, right? He said that he never did anything criminal, although some of his behavior may have been regrettable. We can all say that. So I don't know. Let let me ask you. I mean, is Kevin Spacey really that good an actor that he can come back from this? Is he really that good of an actor? Ryan Bosworth, another great mullet. His wasn't that long, though. Swallowed Dr. Pepper wrong. Oh, God dang. (laughs) I didn't want that story. (laughs) (coughs) (coughs) Holy shit. Chris Hemsworth is fucking completely jacked. Minus his legs. Good Lord. This motherfucker. Holy shit, dude. He ain't never been this big up top before. Well, he got some chicken-ass legs. 
Hey, Hemsworth, Colonel would throw those fucking things back. I guess his brother was making fun of him. Somebody said, hey, bro, you skipped leg day. His fucking, his goddamn triceps are bigger than his goddamn quads. He's getting ready to play uh, uh, Hulk Hogan in the Hulk Hogan biopic. Jesus. He's a big feller. I'd still whoop his ass. Fuck him. Pussy. Australian. Oh, really? Oh, wow, you lived through spider bites and fucking crocodile attacks? I'm from Texas. Even matchup. Finally, somebody has got is going to give me a little bit of a fucking challenge. Too bad Dog the Bounty Hunter's wife died. She could have played Linda Hogan. Maybe Amy Schumer or Rebel Wilson. Oh, there you go. Ooh, there's a... Now, you want to talk about some kind of mullet. That guy, Dog the Bounty Hunter. I don't even know if that's even classified a mullet. It's just a mess. I'm going to read this, and, and, and look, I, I'm just kind of like blasting through some headlines that weren't good enough to make the show. This is the way the younger generation thinks. I, I just want to point this out to you. Lady Gaga's dog walker, Ryan Fitcher, says he feels as if he, he's lost purpose, as he's lost purpose as he reflects on the hardest parts of recovery after being shot. Um, if your main job is Lady Gaga's dog walker, yeah, yeah, you might you, you might you might want to start thinking about that purpose in life a little bit before a near-death experience. You, you, you walk Lady Gaga's dogs. Hey, it's a job. I ain't going to fuck with you on, it that, on that. You get, you're making money. But you've lost purpose. Well, the dogs didn't die. They still need you to walk them. Are you too afflicted by it? Maybe you can find, I don't know, maybe other dogs to walk. Since that seems to be the only trade that you have, you might as well lap it up as much as you can. I mean, we could come up with some great, hey, I will take bullets for your dog. He will. This guy could be hired. This guy lost purpose? Are you kidding me? Every fucking celebrity wants this guy to walk their dogs because he's willing to die for them. Hell, I would almost be willing to say every dog owner in America, minus maybe me, would be willing for this guy to take a bullet to save my dog. Yeah, Bubba, Bubba, sorry, pal. Bubba weighs more than this guy. 
I'm looking at a picture of this guy. This guy could never watch Bubba. I've lost a purpose. Shut up. It's, it, it, it's not like you were in a, in a class at MIT and you got shot in the back of the head and you lost part of your brain functionality and you can get equations nine-tenths of the way done, but you can't finish them. That's what happened to you. That's losing purpose. Getting shot walking dogs, you have no purpose except to walk dogs. This is my favorite thing about society and the world that we live in. Everybody is that important. Why are they doing a story in the Daily Mail about Lady Gaga's dog walker? You have given in to him. He is now important. But he's not. He's a dog walker. He picks up shit. Everybody has this, oh, I'm so important. To what you are important to your family. You're important to, to, to your bills and the things. You're important in your life. Dog walker fella, your purpose is still there. Unless she fired you because she got mad you lost the dogs. I mean, you'd be willing to get shot for them, but you didn't save them. I mean, is there any way that she could ever fire him as the dog walker? I mean, this motherfucker could almost fucking kick one of these damn dogs in the head, in front of her, and say, what? You know, I, 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 took, I got shot and almost died because of these dogs, right? Now I'm going to click on the story because I, I just can't go on bashing him without seeing what he has to say. Oh, I oh Jesus, I hate this guy. Because people are coming up to him saying, uh, you're Ryan, you got shot, you were shot. Where were you shot? Where did they shoot you? Don't act like you don't love it. Don't act like you don't love it. You fucking a. You know what? Why did it trick me into this? By the way, I'm so tired of seeing these goddamn Elliot Page topless shirt photos. You know how the actress from the movie Juno transitioned and is now Elliot Page? Well, they had to do a photo shoot, of course, to see the girl turn into the guy. He's got abs of steel, and he's shirtless, which means, wow, we get to see Elliot Page's pecs. I, I don't care. Please, please try to portray him in tough guy roles, so I have to really suspend my disbelief in the next film that this person is in. Maybe, maybe Elliot Page could play Lady Gaga's dog walker. I mean, you know there's going to be a movie about this. What is that? 
Seth Rogen says, bitch. He reveals he smokes weed all day, every day, and condemns alcohol use during shock GMB appearance. Good morning, Britain. Made to a swift apology. Oh, wow. What does he say? Oh, is this Seth Rogen being a cock? This would be fantastic. Don't care about this. Don't care about an ad. Let's see what Seth Rogen's being My a grandmother especially um, was born fleeing World War I, um, and uh, she was a tough lady. Um, yeah, before I moved to L.A., her advice to me was uh, give those sons Hell, I'll never forget that. Um, and uh, yeah, my first jokes were about my grandparents. <laughs> um, Seth Rogen, thank you so much. Thank the you. book is uh, yearbook, and uh, and it's a so terrific, is a terrific read. Thank yeah, you for is. being with it us. It is with strong Cheers. language. Cheers <laughs> with strong language from the very beginning. Right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I think, and he did use some strong language during that. Oh interview, gosh. So apologies yes. for that. Oh gosh. Oh my blimey. grandmother's. Oh blimey! So he used some strong language during that. Oh wait, here we go. Is this a video we want? This is the one we want, where he smokes weed all day. By the way, are people in Great Britain fucking retarded? Do they not realize that Seth Rogen smokes weed all day? Have they not ever seen one of his movies? Which is an autobiography, really, of sorts, or a series of stories. It's very, very funny. Uh, It's very funny. Also, as they say on television, it does contain very strong language from the very beginning. (laughs) Uh, and a lot of drug references. I mean, drugs, you're very honest about it, but you you what, s- smoke cannabis, smoke marijuana every day? I do, all day, uh, every day. I have for the last uh, 25 years or so, I would say. Um, yeah, I would, uh, yeah, it's something that is, I would, uh, intrinsic to my uh, day-to-day functionality. Um, well, no wonder I mean. you go to bed early. <laughs> All right, enough of that. Yeah, I can see with all the comments that you guys are leaving, you guys are fucking really entrenched with that. <laughs> uh, all right, new movie to look out for. The, once again, uh, breaking news, Seth Rogen smokes pot and is Jewish. Oh, and he cuts and runs and folds and bends over like a fucking chicken shit. And he's not funny, right? What, Seth smokes weed? What, the next thing he tell us he's Jewish? I swear. I, it, you want to talk about the luckiest guy in acting? You think Lady Gaga's guy has got it made? Fucking Seth Rogen. Man. I got to tell you, I'm, I'm not the world's biggest fan. I, I, I'm just not. Do I think he's fine? I think he has moments where he can be. Yeah, but he's so full of himself now. Hey, he he's an elitist. He's an elitist that's going to tell you how to vote, and if you don't vote, he's going to call you bad names. Or if you don't vote his way, he's going to call you bad names. All right. Now, here's another guy I don't get. If anybody can explain Joseph Gordon-Levitt to me, I'd love you forever. Because this guy keeps getting job after job after job in Hollywood, and I'm not talking about on his knees. He uh, he is going to be portraying. Now this this sounds to me like the dullest movie ever. Former Uber CEO Travis Kalanick, in a new Showtime series titled "Super Pumped," from the creator of Billions. Now I like the show Billions, but do I really need a a, a series 
At first, I thought it was a movie. Now it's a series about the Uber CEO. Hey, I got an idea. Why don't we undercut taxis and drive people around in our own cars? Hey, that's a great idea. We'll just hire random people. Oh, I don't care if they have a record. Oh, they, they, they're murderers? No big deal. This sounds like the worst series of all time. What was the guy who fucking came up with Foot Locker? Was that idea already, was that taken? I love biography movies and biography shows. I think those are fantastic, and I learned so much from them. What am I going to learn from the CEO of Uber? Why to not take cabs? I mean, shit. This sounds horrible. I would much rather have a movie about the guy who came up with Hot Dog on a Stick at the mall. I'd add, oh, the simple question is, uh, how can you get away with such sexism still today at Hot Dog on a Stick? I'm all in favor of it. See, I got, I got the McDonald's bi- biography movie. I got that. Oh, Ray Kroc. That was fascinating. And see what kind of asshole he turned into. That was fascinating. That was a great movie. Not so much for this one. I mean, uh, Uber's cool. But really, we, we need a series about Uber. A series about Uber. They take Ray Donovan off the air. This is the same network that took Ray Donovan off the air. And and they're giving us a series about Uber. They already did a show about startup CEOs in Silicon Valley. It was called Silicon Valley. Absolutely, Scott. I didn't get that show either. It had moments, but it was weird. An Uber series. Like if this was confession, like taxi cab confessions, like if they were doing shit like that and we got some juicy shit from the, from the, the Uber cars, that'd be kick-ass. I'd watch that. But the guy who came up with it? How long did it take him to steal the idea of cabs and buses? I mean, I'm not wrong. This would be like saying the next guy who opens a pizzeria invented pizza. He didn't. The shit that gets greenlit in Hollywood now, that fascinates me. All right, we have this wonderful story uh, where we're going to follow a cricket around. You know, this bugs life, but do it for real this time. And we'll get Morgan Freeman to voice it. He was chirping. 
Ah, chirping for a mate. He'd climb up the tree and at the right time hop on his mate and give her a ride. And then never see his mate again, but have plenty of babies. As Morgan Freeman, though, not as Arnie State's trying to do a shitty Morgan Freeman there. <laughs> like a Twinkie, like a Twinkie. I'd rather see a sequel series to Taxi Driver with old Travis Bickle. I wonder if De Niro can still rock the mohawk. You know, he won't say that. Robert De Niro, like, if he's doing, like, you know, meet and greets or he's, like, meeting fans, people always ask him to say, uh, what are you looking at? He won't do it. Hey, Robert, <laughs> divorce is getting expensive. You might have to. He got a BJ from Jiminy Cricket. I mean, seriously, like, these are the worst ideas I've ever heard of. Let's do a movie on the color blue. Sign it off. That sounds great to me. You know, I, I'm fascinated by Uber. I think I'd like to see a movie about Uber. Where did that guy come up with that idea? What a genius. And something has never been said about this guy. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I, I just, I can't take it seriously. I mean, I know the guy's made billions of dollars. Fantastic. Good for him. Good for him. Good for him that we are all stupid. I mean, honestly. Good for him that he undercut cabs so much that he pretty much threw drunk driving numbers way up. God damn it. An Uber film. All right. Okay. Now, I am very jealous of you people in Sacramento. Very jealous. Mainly because you are getting an awesome show this year up at the amphitheater. I'm just telling you right now, if you like country music, go to this show. Uh, Ryan Bingham. He's on there. He's the he's the guy who's on the show Yellowstone that plays the guitar. He's there. Lucinda Williams, great old school country artist. Uh, Nathaniel Radcliffe, okay. The Avent Brothers, Chris Stapleton, the one I'm super jealous of, Sturgill Simpson, and Willie Nelson family. Willie Nelson and Family's Outlaw on the Road Again show. Going to be happening uh, let's see 14 October 23rd. It's happening up in Wheatland. (laughs) But a movie about Lyft, I'm there. Oh, absolutely. That's totally different. Lyft is totally cool. I don't know if it's mandatory you got to put up all that pink shit in the lift cars. How much your tickets in? Huh? Oh, looks like a great show. I would just, I would honestly go for the the last three, but only stay for maybe two. I'd go watch Sturgill Simpson. 
go to the, the stand to see what T-shirts they don't have in my size for Chris Stapleton and come back for some of Willie. Well, the telephone's ringing. Dave Coe's on the line. Yes, Mr. Dave Coe. Hey, buddy. Hey. So, did you read that Chris Stapleton correctly? Because I started to buy tickets, but then when I looked, it said 2022. Am I reading it wrong? Uh, no, it, it, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, it says it's happening in October, October 23rd. It says it's happening. I, it doesn't say 2022. That was two weeks ago. I looked, I wonder if they updated it. They might've updated it because it's happening on October 23rd. Well, good. Then I'm there. Yeah. I'm you gotta see, up. yeah, you gotta see Sturgill Simpson. Yeah, I want to see Willie, too. Oh, you got to see Willie. Well, Willie's the greatest, but, you know. Never seen Willie. All right, well, cool. All right, buddy. Hey, great show. I appreciate it, my man. You have a good day, buddy. You too, bud. Bye. See ya. Uh, John Daly, let's see. That was just for Chris Stapleton. Oh, that was just for Chris Stapleton. Okay, okay, instead of this. So, all right, well, there you go. You got a great show coming your way. So, I think the closest he's coming here is he's starting it in Austin. I don't want to go to Austin and see him. Man, oh, man. You want to talk about fucking weed. Jesus. Oh, boy. It looks as if there has been an olive branch extended. The long-standing feud could be coming to an end finally. No, I'm not talking about... Palestine and Israel. I'm talking about Chuck D and Flavor Flav. Uh, Chuck D has reached out to Flavor Flav because he wants to get him back in the studio because they want to be a, a, a rebirth of public enemy. Let's see. Ground Bacon Group brought out rap royalty like Grandmaster. Okay. Oh, he was touring the construction of the Universal Hip Hop Museum in the Bronx, which will hopefully have artists like Led Zeppelin and Kiss in there. Probably not, though. Uh, They asked Chuck D if they're ever going to see Public Enemy together again. He said more than left the door open. Said it's up to Flav at this point. Even though Flav was fired from the band, this is what happened in March of last year with Flavor Flav retorting to Chuck D's firing of him. I guess on the internet, I'm not sure. I gotta wait till this lady keeps running past these vitamin commercials, and that kid dunks on an eight foot goal. We, we could tell that wasn't ten feet, people. Syndrome, you're not very good at hiding that. That that was a lie. Here we go. When I seen them using my picture. Yeah, boy. Advertised that Public Enemy was performing for Bernie Sanders. Yes, I had a fit. Why? Because Public Enemy wasn't performing for Bernie Sanders. It was just Chuck D and whoever he has with him. Public Enemy is only Public Enemy when myself and Chuck D is together. Ah. But when Chuck D is by himself, he's not Public Enemy. When I'm by myself, I'm not Public Enemy. Chuck doesn't own the whole group by itself. I think he does. He owns it along with me, so he can't I, I, I don't know about that, Flav. Hey, Flav, if you're talking legal stuff, I, I, I don't want to discredit you, but you did have a girl shit on herself on the first night of your show. I'm just saying. 
Maybe Anthrax can broker the peace. Maybe. That would be fantastic. So uh, I, I can guarantee, let me just say this. I guarantee. We will be hearing about a public enemy reunion this summer on the touring schedule. I've seen them. Don't need to see them ever again. There you go. Now, brace yourselves. I don't know if there's video to this story. I found it yesterday, and I got it for the headline only. Because, you know that, that song, These Are a Few of My Favorite Things? Rainbows and kisses and cotton and pisses. Y- y- you know that song, These Are a Few of My Favorite Things? You know one of my favorite things is when adults get into fistfights in front of children. I love it. I love it. I, I like to watch kids get hurt, too, doing stuff like skateboarding and riding bikes, that's fantastic too. But there's nothing better than watching parents lose their shit in front of kids. And it seems it has happened yet again. This time in Ohio, police officers respond to Kings Island after reports of unruly guests. Ohio Amusement Park shut down after multiple fights broke out. Oh, they closed down 30 minutes early uh, after several fights among teenagers occurred. Now, that's not good. There's no video? Oh, man. Oh, this sucks. Large group of older teens acting in an aggressive manner. They were a lot of F-bombs. It felt rough. It's unclear what sparked the fights inside the parking lots. Uh, Kings Island did not immediately return Fox to the comments. What's the name of this place? King Island. Let's see. Let's see if anybody else has any. King Island fight. There we go. There we go. Video, maybe? Oh, oh. Maybe we have video. Here we go. There's a weird rabbit running. Peter Rabbit's coming out part two. Nobody wants to see that. Peter. 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 Here we go. Here we go. Oh, it's on like First, though, mode. a chaotic scene at Kings Island forcing oh, the park Lord. to close early last night. This is new video of just one of the fights inside. Thanks well, for choosing sh- us sh- tonight. I'm Evan Millward. Kings Island officials say unruly behavior and altercations Evan, involving teens we, we inside and outside the gates forced them to close 30 minutes or More video. multiple fights inside the park okay, before an even go. bigger one Police. in the parking lot. Shan Powell sent us this video from inside the park last night. He says it started with a scuffle and quickly got out of hand. Hell yeah. You know, very quickly the rumble oh, started and the rumble you kind of see it grow and grow and grow um, until it was what the video showed, which was, um, you know, a mob of, of teenagers uh, fighting and, and um, mixed in with a lot of security and, and police. And tonight, Mason police tell us they haven't made any arrests in this. Kings Island writes in part, quote, the safety of our guests and it's kind of lame. I, I got to say, as far as video goes, uh, kind of lame. Kind of lame there indeed. Wow, done bad there, Ohio. Yeah, you done bad. Hangtown Jen is back. Welcome back, Hangtown Jen. 
Yeah, that was a big swing and a miss. That was a that was a soft on right there. All right. Here we go. I haven't seen a good rumble since The Outsiders. Don't bring up that movie. That fucking hunk of shit movie. Nearly, are you ready? Are you okay? Hey, Californians, I am warning you. You got me? This is a warning. Heed the warning. Nearly 300 great white sharks. Live between Monterey and the Farallon Islands and Bodega Bay. That's a jump of 35%. I'm just telling you right now, when we get that story about somebody in Bodega Bay, decided to go surfing. And out of nowhere, they're minding their own business, which they aren't. And out of nowhere, that dorsal fin pops up. And there's nothing but blood in the water. The Marine Mammal Protection Act of 1972, as well as the reduction of gill nets, could be helping the species rebound. How about this? How about we do this? We don't let that species rebound. How about we put a nuclear bomb right there? We got 300 of them at once. Bam! It's like the old joke. What do you call a million dead lawyers? A great start. (laughs) But Dega Bay, so those sharks sell menthol. How about making GMO sharks that can ha- can eat plastic? Hey, man, if we could train these sharks, that'd be badass. We can chain these sharks to go over to fucking China and start eating fucking people there. Wasn't us. It was, it was the sharks. Man, I'm seeing people, like, watching these damn orcas swim and stuff like that. No. Man, all it takes is that that orca to get a bad whiff of your shitty cologne. That thing's going to jump through your boat. Maybe the orca doesn't eat you, but all them damn sharks underneath them doesn't have to be great white. They can be fucking hammerhead, tiger shark, sharky's machine. I, I don't care. Fucking hair shark, lawn shark. Wasn't that the plot of Deep Blue Sea? <laughs> Pretty much. And that's why Sam Jackson got his ass eaten quick in that movie. Now, I am in favor of this this New York school here. What the hell did I just get rid of? Shit. Oh, I got rid of that. Oh. Amusement park. Okay, let's see. Where are we at there? Uh, okay, get rid of that, okay. A posh New York private school is slammed over porn literacy class. 
Now, see, this is something that the, the parents should be taking to know what their damn kids is talking about. Parents of students at an elite $47,000 a year private school are outraged that porn literacy classes were added to their kids' curriculum. I think they're teaching, like, terms in porn, like BDSM, ATM. Oh, oh, here's some of the, here's some of the terms. You ready? Cream pie. Oh, dear Lord. Anal, gangbang, stepmom. Others had cited various porn genres and such consensual or vanilla, barely legal, and kink in BDSM, which included waterboard electro-torture porn as an example. Wow. Man, oh, man, that's a class I wish I would have had in school. I would have paid attention in that class. You give me that guy earlier teaching about how the, the world is, is actually round, and you teach me, you get me a class like that, I I swear to God, I'm, I'm fucking Bill Gates in the next life. Porn literacy, sure, teach them that. But how to live on a budget, how to fill out an application or get through an interview, nope. Let them that one figure out on their own. You know, and that's, it's interesting. It's interesting that we don't have a real life. I could be the professor teaching that class. That would be fantastic. You don't want to waste your time on these contract girls because they won't take any money shots to the face. Can't wait for video Fridays in that class. Preparing them for their OnlyFans career. No shit. And, and you know what? I just don't get it. I don't get the... And I'm not putting down the gals on OnlyFans. I promise. I'm not. I I don't get it. I, I don't get the appeal of OnlyFans. I, I mean, I get the appeal. They're naked women. But the... the I hate, to, I know this is going to sound horrible, but they're regular. I mean, if, I, if I'm going to pay for pornography, I, I want the woman to be unattainable. But, I mean, the last time I paid for pornography, I think I was in my teens. Thank you, Internet. People that pay for pornography, jackasses. Is your homework jerking off or rubbing one out? Uh, although I have often thought of my mornings listening to ass has been a lot, a bit of education. Perhaps one can say I'm earning a master's in porn literacy. Thank you, ass family. You're welcome. You're getting up there with us. But like that, no, and I'm being honest here. Can anybody really explain the appeal of the OnlyFans to me? I don't get it. I mean, like for the for the Bahad Bahabi, I could understand that being a one-time thing, th- hoping that she'd get naked because you want to see her because she's eighteen now. Like, I I see that, but like the regular chicks that just live in the neighborhood, I I I don't get it. Mmm. 
I think the appeal is to see the bartender you have a crush on's butthole. Okay. Hey, show me your butthole. Jen, submit your uh, OF for your final exam. Oh, and, and please give a detailed description of the anal rose. I'd like an essay about the anal rose. Nope, I did not know what it was till I saw it on Dateline episode. Can't you get slutty girl pics from those with low self-esteem for free on Facebook and Instagram? Uh, I do believe the answer to that would be... Correct the mundo! Thank God that porn doesn't have ads right in the middle of videos like YouTube. I don't want to be jerking off in cum shot compilation and suddenly some bearded idiot selling man soap pops up. It's as bad as the old porn where they linger on the they <laughs> on the guy's face. Oh. It's basically a local strip joint online. Okay. I fucking hate you guys and love you at the same damn time. What, for your essay of the anal rose? Okay. Arnie, you didn't learn anything in class. It's a balloon knot. Well, it's a balloon knot before it turns into. You can turn a balloon knot into an anal rose. Why would this be taught? If I'm spending $47,000 a year... And my kid comes home and, Dad, Dad, have you ever seen an anal rose? I would fucking die. Where did you learn that term? I learned it at school today. Well, what kid taught it to you? No, no, it was a teacher. Did he touch you too? No, the whole class learned about it. Where are all the porn videos with scoliosis? Imagine the bending position that girl can get into. <laughs> oh. like, I, I mean, even today for like like me, like, X videos was the side I'd go to. I got to tell you, man, there is fucking Kid Rock is out of his goddamn mind. Motherfucker wants between $100 and $300 a ticket for his show. He can go fuck himself. I'm sorry. That out loud. My bad. Um, uh, show and tell is going to be way more interesting in that class. No shit, right? I just, $47,000 sending kids to elementary school. Damn, man, what's wrong with public school? This ain't teaching kids about people's buttholes and cream pies. And whatever the fucking Oogie Wanoogie is, still ain't figured that one out. Um, but I have figured out it is time once again that we need to go and, and figure out who wins the celebrity, celebrity. celebrity. ass death, 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 death match. Samuel, Samuel Jackson, Jackson movie. movie. Our first round was fantastic. Jules Winfield and Shaft have made it to the final four. 
Made it through some tough competition, but they are there. And they are ready, my friends. Let's get it on! For round two. Are you ready? I, I, I'm ready. I, I'm pumped, baby. I am pumped up. Our first matchup. Oh, man. We have the one and only character of Hondo from the movie SWAT. Also starring LL Cool J and oh, top of the morning to you. Colin Farrell, don't you know? So we got Hondo taking on Rufus, the piano player from Kill Bill. Hondo versus Rufus. Ask family, who you got? Fighting fires in a fire truck when he was only three years old. Next one up, we have Neville, the man that ordered that that uttered these words. Enough is enough. I have had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. He is taking on the one and only eye patched Nick Fury. Neville versus Nick Fury. Ask family, who ya got? Next matchup. Oh, man. <whistles> Two of his best roles he played as a villain. I am going to give you the house inward, Steven from Django Unchained, taking on Valentine, the guy who wanted to wipe out 70% of the earth in the movie The Kingsman. Steven versus Valentine ass family. Who ya got? <laughs> 
Oh, no, we have a tie. Anybody after Tim in Grass Valley, either Valentine or Steven? Is it Steven or is it Valentine? Ask family, we need a winner. Valentine, it's Valentine. Valentine wins. Oh, my God. All right, Valentine moves on. Last one, and then we got to get to the quarters and in the finals. Man, it is getting dark outside. Them storms are fixing a hit. Uh, all right, here we go. Y'all ready? This one right here. Elijah Price, also known as Mr. Glass from the M. Night Shamalama Ding Dong movies, versus Darius Kincaid. He was in the Hitman's Bodyguard. He played a hitman, and he had a bodyguard in Ryan Reynolds. So, Elijah Price versus Darius Kincaid. Ask family, who ya got? Kincaid moves on. Darius Kincaid. All right. How is this guy even in the contest? One hit and he's going to turn into a man with no bones. He's in that chair, man. He has other people do stuff for him. That's what makes him such an evil bad guy. All right, here we go. To get to the final four, as family. Are you ready? First matchup, Hondo from SWAT. Taking on that one-eyed bad man, Nick Fury. Hondo versus Nick Fury ass family. I ask you, who ya got? Shit out of Hondo. Nick Fury. All right. Last one, then we get to the final four after a break. Ready? Ready? We'll do this one real fast. Valentine, the bad guy from the Kingsman, taking on Darius Kincaid, the hitman in the hitman's bodyguard. Valentine, Darius, ass family. Who ya? Got. Reverend of the Ancients, 
have ourselves a winner. It's Darius Kincaid. Wow. So, here we go. The Mount Rushmore of Samuel L. Jackson movies is set, and we will find out who the face is in the next segment. But Nick Fury and Darius Kincaid just got etched in along with Jules Winfield and Shaft. We will find out who wins. Coming up next. Can't buy me love.
Show at ArnieRadio.com. The Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. The Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. The Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. You said it, man. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. ArnieRadio.com. Ah, I'm glad you guys like that. Little shout out to the Beatles. I'm not the world's biggest Beatles fan, but I can respect their music. Uh, it's just real quick. This, this has nothing to do with anything. Uh, did any of y'all watch them Billboard Music Awards? Because Megan Fox was there hoeing it up with her boyfriend, Machine Gun Kelly, who, who painted his tongue black. Now, why? Why, why, why did you paint your tongue black, dude? Is is there a reason for it? Isn't this cultural appropriation of a chow? I I, I mean, this, this is stupid. He painted his tongue black, and then she's dressed like a fucking hey hey Megan. I just want to point out, you are a mother. Do do you kiss do you kiss your kids with that same mouth you're letting that black tongue in there with? You dirty skank. There you go. Tim, I saw yesterday and hated it. It was such an elitist message of shut up. You don't need to be famous or creative. Just be happy with your pathetic little life made by filmmakers who are already famous and successful. Keep away from our gig, you troglodyte. Because mm. after his rap beef with Eminem, his tongue rotted off. I wish. Yeah, I, I, I don't get it. Okay, so I, I just wanted to cover that because I'm seeing pictures of it, and it looks like he's, he's got a black tongue. I, no, exa- no explanation why, because he's stupid. That's why. Because well, he, he spits so many dark rhymes. Is that what it is? Uh, shut up. All right, we got a story from the U.K. here. We'll, we'll do these stories, and then we'll finish with Celebrity Ass Death Match. Hold on a second. Hmm. Bottom teeth were starting to bother me there, so I might have a little bit of lisp in this, but sorry. Mm. Gotta get me some Amazon on that shit. Uh, a UK mom is warning of a potentially new TikTok trend. Okay. Okay, we got a new trend for kids. Uh, everybody, everybody gather around. <laughs> Kids, they're stupid. You already know that. Get ready. An 11-year-old kid turned into a patient. His name is Ellis Tripp. He's in critical condition after consuming five magnetic balls. Magnetic, not balls, balls, but magnetic balls that infiltrated his digestive tract. The mom says, I'm in a nightmare. Oh, this is horrible. Mom took him to the hospital after suffering for a week, 
bad stomach pains. The doctor suspected he had suffered a ruptured appendix. But then were flabbergasted when they found magnets in his stomach. Now, how did they get there? Well, okay. So I guess this 11-year-old is on TikTok. First of all, that should be a warning sign number one. TikTok is not for 11-year-olds. I don't give a fuck. So this kid was acting like he had his tongue pierced. You take one of the magnetic balls and you put it on the top part of your mouth and then the other one on the bottom and it's supposed to stick. When it didn't because dumb fuck here kept swallowing them, why? Because he's 11 and a dumb fuck. Mama took him to the hospital. After a week, hospital informed mom that this is not the first, not the second, not the third, not the fourth, but the fifth fucking kid who's done this. Um, so, so what happened to this? this is what happened. Like, this is horrible. Like, he had to have, like, like, parts of his fucking lower intestine fucking cut out. He had to go a second six-hour surgery the following day to extract two stragglers, which required surgeons to remove five inches of his intestine. Now, first of all, why are you letting your kid on TikTok? EGB3 mom of the year a week, really? I, I, I mean, come on now. And what 11-year-old wants his tongue pierced? Oh, TikTok is, Tim, you're so right. He says it's like nature's bypass of warning labels on products. It's finding all the retards and making sure they die anyways. Oh, amen. I mean, people do, look, people do dumb shit all the time. I already know that. Look, kids are always going to do dumb shit. I get it. But swallowing magnets, yeah, that's kind of, even we as kids didn't swallow magnets. We weren't that dumb. Can't swallow a magnet? That's fucking terrible for you. Now, coins, we could swallow the shit out of some coins. TikTok, I can't imagine. Can you imagine how much trouble we would have gotten in? If we had all the shit that kids have today, can you imagine? I mean, if we had the internet and TikTok when we were in school and and before everybody got butt hurt over everything, uh, I'll just tell you this right now. It would be, I don't, I don't know if America would be standing if we were allowed to have cell phones and shit like that. 
Hey, coins on my own piggy bank. Yep. No, we would put our tongues on batteries. Oh, look, look, as kids, we did all kinds of stupid shit. We would have we would have peach fights. We'd go to this lady's yard. This old ass lady. She never picked the peaches because she was like a hundred years old anyway, and her house was desolate. We would go over there when the peaches were green. When they're fucking hard as shit, and we would have peach fights. We do dumb shit as kids. I fast forward, you think that magnet would come out if you stuck a giant horseshoe on that kid's ass? We'd have seen pop rocks and soda videos every day, every single day. Oh my God. So much trouble. We were such a cooler generation. You guys will do all this shit on video. We did it without video. You want to get credit for it? We just did it. We have street cred for doing it. Yeah. You know what, Hangtown Jen? That's a great point. Are parents afraid to say no? I mean, what 11-year-old is on TikTok? Why? You at 11 need a phone for emergencies, meaning your ass finds an adult with a phone to call 911 or your mom. Not your own personal phone to browse the Internet and make funny videos of yourself. Fuck that, my kids heard no. I guess I was to prevent them from doing dumb shit they saw on the internet. That's my excuse, and I'm sticking to it. Hangtown Jen, I, I love you. I, I, I love that, because you're so right. I've had this conversation with people. Well, I, I feel safe when my kid has, I feel safe when my son has his phone at school. How old your son? Ten. Why, why does a 10-year-old have it? it, it it's it, to make me feel safe. So what you're saying is that your parents didn't make you feel safe. You didn't make your, your, your parents never felt safe when you were at school. Well, that was a different time. Yeah, it was actually a much safer time back then. I mean, you look at crime rates. It was way safer. It's a George Carlin joke. The kid who swallows too many marbles doesn't grow up and have kids of his own. Amen to that. So you got this chucklehead who's fucking, hey, bro, he's look at me. I'm in the UK and I have my tongue pierced. Hey, when I'm 11 and I'm on TikTok, bitches. Just stop. You're not cool. You're from Great Britain. Let's let, you know what? Hey, let, let, let's just come back to this side of the pond, shall we? Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. Oh, a Florida trooper was alerted about 10 a.m. Saturday morning that a stolen 2009 Cadillac was in Sumner County. And a high-speed chase ensued, going through several counties. Rachel Lynn Stefanich led the police on this chase. Oh, by the way, she was nearly naked while driving. 
reached speeds of 110 miles an hour while changing lanes, using the shoulder to pass other cars. Cops used the pit maneuver to put that fucking thing in place. Troopers say they found her pretty much fully unclothed when they pulled her over. There was a glass pipe used for smoking meth and a substance to be meth inside the car. What? You did that? No. There was meth in a car in Florida? And a naked chick was driving it? Come on. That's like winning the Florida lottery. I hate these fuckers who have toddlers and hand them their phones to occupy them while their parents are by uh, are busy uh, at a doctor's office or something. When did parents forget how to entertain kids? When did they stop packing toys, snacks, books, etc. for these times? Yeah, oh fuck, my kid, my dad would have fucking been like, read a magazine, shut up, leave me alone. When I was a kid, the neighbor kid wanted a pirate paper kite that cost $1.25. He worked his ass off to earn the money and buy it. Then put it together and went out and blew the thing until I, I got way up in the air. And that's when, when the neighbor kid snuck up behind me and took a razor blade cut out cutting the string. We watched it fly to the other side of the highway near, never to be seen again because we were punk kids. That's such a dick move. It's funny, but it's a dick move. But I laugh. If a car went 110 miles an hour, then we assume it was was nice. Hence, they found naked. Have you ever sat in the buttery leather of soft seats of a fancy car? Nakedness may ensue, meth or not. It was a Cadillac, so yeah. I, I mean, the, the gal's fancying it up. She's not worthy of it, but hey, that's okay. All right. Next one here from the Sunshine State. Now, this this is fucking the scariest goddamn thing I've ever seen in my life. I'm not kidding. All right, y'all ready for this shit? A married couple has pled guilty of using donuts and pastries. No, not to get just my attention. But to lure black bears in rural Florida. Wait a second now. When did Florida get bears? Look, I'm shocked enough that they already have monkeys there that are throwing around herpes. They got alligators, but now they have bears? Oh, my God. A guy named Charles Scarborough and his wife, Hannah, were sentenced to more than five years of probation on charges of unlawful taking of a black bear, and unlawful use of communication devices. So I guess they, they, they put it on video, and, and they have this bear, and this is why I, I put it up on the video thing, or on the, the mixer thing. Okay, you got to get past this stupid ad. Another guy just set a fire in his own house because he's dumb. Only News 6 is uncovering how state wildlife officials hunted down an organized crime ring accused of killing and injuring black bears. We told you about this last night What's at 11. Nine to happen people to were arrested. The group's dogs hunted and mauled the bears to death in some cases. Mm. News 6's Mike DeForest mm. takes us inside that year-long operation. Okay, so these assholes, they were hunting bears, and they were using dogs to do it, right? 
This one bear gets so scared, he goes all the way up in the tree. He's about 30 feet in the air. And then the bear jumps out, and it looks like he's flying. So I'm here to tell you, Florida has flying bears. I don't ever need to go to Florida ever again. Black bears, were they beaten by the cops? They have flying black bears in Florida. Watch the video. Watch the video. Oh, that, I mean, that is sad. They use the dogs to do that, but the, just watch this video. When you see this, this bear fly out of a tree, it will try. If you ever have travel plans to Florida, they've all just been canceled. They should name that bear Jimmy Super Bear Snooker. Until Scott, <laughs> a Scotty smashes a, a, him in the head with a coconut. Where's BLM when you need them, right? I mean, that black bear. Don't black bears' lives matter? Speaking of falling, how about this moron? 24-year-old. New York City. Oh, boy, that's not good. New York City! Gal's a pretty decent-looking gal. Looks like she just graduated from college. Congratulations! She went to a party. Got a little bit on the burnt side. Got a little on the drunk. Well, she's on a rooftop party. And whoops-a-daisy, she slipped through a gap as she tried to join the adjoining roof. And yes, fell to her death. Boy, that is a shitter right there. The finance worker was rushed to the hospital but didn't survive. Oh, man. I mean, it, it, it's sad. She was decent in that picture. Daughter was not a risk taker. All right. Well, there you go. She just fell off a roof. That's pretty bad. That's the one thing you, you try to avoid on a roof is falling off. Uh-huh. All right. There we go. It's Florida, for God's sake. They got guns. They're naked women on meth. Flying bears. What do you think is going to happen? So now we have to put warning labels on rooftops, too? No, we ban them. No more rooftops. See? That's how you do it. 21 runners dead in China after being trapped in a freezing cold hailstorm. Stop it. Stop it. 21 elite athletes died during a 62-mile ultra marathon after a storm that was freezing storm came out of nowhere. Okay, real quick. I, I'm just going to tell you this right now. If you make it through a 62-mile ultra marathon, it, it, you, you can't die. I don't know how those guys are dead. You, you ran 62 miles for fun. Are these the dyslexic? <laughs> are they dyslexic runners? Marathon is 26 miles, dude, not 62. Mm-mm-mm. All right. All right, enough about that. All right, we, 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 we've poked our fun. We've had our fun. Now we have to come to the end. 
of the Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. Today, we are doing, doing, doing Sam, Sam, Sam L. 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 Jackson, Jackson movie. movie. Ready? I'm ready. Uh, in the runner's defense, they read from right to left. They probably did think it was 62. Okay. Hey, that that's great to know. I did not know that. First matchup, ladies and gentlemen. The Mount Rushmore of Samuel L. Jackson moves. First matchup to see who the face of this Mount Rushmore is. I give you the man from Inglewood. Jules Winfield. You shut your face. If we want to hear you talk, I will shove my arm up your ass and work your mouth like a puppet. Yeah, I, I know. That's from the good guys, but that guy's not in there. So Sam Jackson from that, or he's taking on John Shaft. Shut the fuck up, fat man. This ain't none of your goddamn business. Now, I don't know if that was that, that was Pulp Fiction. That was Jules. I should have played that one. But, yeah, I did. All right, so you got Jules Winfield versus Shaft. Ass family. I have to ask. Who you got? The Jerry Curl is for real, ladies and gentlemen. Jules moves on easily. Wow. Jules is in the final. Well, he'll be taking on the winner of this fight right here. I give you the man from the Marvel Universe with the kick-ass eye patch. I give you Nick Fury taking on... Man with a bunch of kick-ass bird tattoos that stand for everybody he's killed in the movie The Hitman's Bodyguard, Darius Kincaid. Nick Fury, Darius Kincaid, ass family. Who ya got? Darius Kincaid, great showing, but Darius moves on. 
or I, I'm, I'm sorry, Nick Fury moves on. You got to have Carly Haley from A Time to Kill. Yes, they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. A.A. Uh, a. Rod. A.A. A. Rod, I started this a long time ago. Where did we? Yes, they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. He, he got kicked out in the first round. Sorry. I, hey, I wish you were here. See, this is what we do on the show. We do these. I give you a chance. This, everybody yells at me. Happened with the wrestling one. I'm telling you, when we're here and we do it, the, the finals are now set for the Mount Rushmore of Samuel L. Jackson. Ask family. I ask you who you got between Jules Winfield from Pulp Fiction and Nick Fury from the Marvel Universe. Nick Fury, Jules Winfield, S family, who ya got? Nope, wrong one. Ring, 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 banana phone. Ring, 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 banana phone. I've got this feeling so appealing for us to get together and sing. Sing. Ring, 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 banana phone. Ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, banana phone. It grows in bunches. I've got my hunches. It's the best, beats the rest. Cellular, modular, interactive, modular. Ring, 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 banana phone. celebrity-ass death match. That was fantastic. Hangtown Jen, I think uh, you, you asked me a question earlier about uh, do you think that they write the parts for Sam Jackson? I think that they might have him in mind for a lot of movies and then let him tweak his own parts. That's what I think. But yeah, like, like Jimmy's Coffee, it's some real gourmet shit. Uh, adios, uh, Ogre. Well, that's going to do it for us, too. We are out of here. We will be back manana. And tomorrow, look what tomorrow is. Pump day. Pump day. Pump day. So there you go. So remember, ass family, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, adios, everybody. Amarillo by morning Up from San Antonio Everything that I got Is just what I've got on When that sun is high in that Texas sky I'll be bucking at the county fair 
Amarillo by morning Amarillo, I'll be there They took my saddle in Houston Broke my leg in Santa Fe Lost my wife and a girlfriend Somewhere along the way But I'll be looking for eight when they pull that gate And I hope that judge ain't blind Amarillo by morning Amarillo's on my mind is outside waiting to arrest him.